Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome to another edition of Football Theory. I am Lifetime Longhorn Rod Babers. Pleased to be joined by, we call him a very special guest, but he's my co-host here on Football Theory. He's been joining, he's, he's going from guest to co-host. Uh, we're proud to say that he is a former high school football coach. Uh, I'm sure I can get all of these right. Capel, Brownwood, Belton, Rotan, uh, Bernard as well. He was also a, uh, a football coach at Abilene Christian where he played college football as well he was there for two different stints he uh, also five seasons as an analyst uh slash consultant on the staff at texas you got a lot of things going on coach i hope i did it justice all your accomplishments also now you can find a lot of his fantastic work and achievements over at shipleyranches.com it's coach bob shipley folks what's going on coach hey what's happening Brad? how you doing I'm doing good, man. Hey, I'm always excited to talk ball with you, Coach, because we always have a lot of fun. And we got some uh, big news to talk about on the 40 Acres. We've been, you know, theorizing, hypothesizing about who the next D-line coach is going to be at Texas. We no longer have to do that. We do have a name, uh, and uh, it looks like Texas has figured out who the next D-line coach is going to be. So we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll also get into uh, – I have a, a theory about the speed that start, uh stockpiling on offense. He's bringing a lot of speed. Uh, Silas Bolden, Isaiah Bond, even Amari Nyblack at the tight end position. He's got a lot of speed that he's bringing in, and I have a theory about what he's going to do with all that speed. I want to get coaches' thoughts about that. We'll do that. Also, uh, Texas hired a defensive analyst. Coach at one point was an analyst on the 40 Acres, so we can get coaches' thoughts about that. He's a wealth of knowledge, so uh, we want to make sure we pick coach's brain uh, and do all that. Before we do that, though, Coach, uh, just want to uh, get your thoughts about you know how everything's going. How's the family? Because everybody wants to always know about the ship family you guys are a legacy at the university of texas of sorts so everybody always asking me hey rod how's how's the family man how's coach shipley how's how's jordan how's jackson so i'll i'll just pass on the questions coach how's the family how's jordan how's jackson how how the kids how the wives all that oh man we're blessed we are so blessed we had a late (laughs) christmas you know uh we did the new year's eve new year's day christmas between watching games and all that stuff but we're blessed man got got 10 grandkids and uh you know as we talked about i got i got married uh last year my wife passed away and we got got married last year and got three more grandkids with that and uh so anyway it's uh it's it's crazy three more kids and uh, so now i guess i've got seven kids and 13 grandkids so there's never a dull moment for sure but yeah the boys are doing good they're you know they're hitting that real estate and and they're also involved in other things. Jordan is involved in, he was involved in kind of helped getting a, a young life group started in Burnett. He's moved from Austin to Burnett. Nice. Uh, he, he developed a bunch of, if you're looking for a lot around um, the golf course, uh, Delaware Springs is a city course in Burnett, but it's a really nice course. And Jordan uh, and some guys have gone in there and bought uh uh, a lot of that land has not been developed, so they're selling golf course lots and acreage wow. and stuff around the golf course. And he built a whole, the whole number fifteen. The whole fifteen fairway is his. He got like ten acres. 
and uh, he's got more deer nice. than he has, uh, golfers right now. There's deer everywhere back there. But wow. anyway, uh, yeah, they're they're doing really good. And Jackson is doing a lot of uh, Jackson handles all of our media stuff. He he runs the uh, drone and cameras. He's very talented with the technical stuff. He writes up all the descriptions on our properties, and then hmm. he does a lot of, of of mission work on the side with. Uh, well, he, he's he's in the past and is working on some future uh, football, international football camps with a Christian-based uh, uh, theme. And then he does a lot of speaking around to uh, high school kids and youth groups and things like that. He's just, you know, he's on fire for the Lord, man. And he just, uh, Amen, trying, to, he just trying to get uh, the good news out, you know, the the, the good news of the gospel out there. And so I'm just, I'm proud of those boys and their family. And I've got uh, eight grandsons. So wow. surely, surely out of eight, <laughs> I told them, I mean, eight and, and you know, the oldest, the oldest one's like six years old. Seven <laughs> old boy. So I'm like, surely in about 10 years, I'll be back coachable. I'll be in the market again. I'll be marketable <laughs> again as a coach. Maybe I was a, Always a lot better coach when when one of my boys was playing than hey. I was without him. That is good. Hey, coach, I ain't gonna say. You know what? I'd put. I, I'd sell. I'd buy some of that Shipley stock, man. I would. You know what <laughs> I mean? I, I'm telling you, man. That, that's good stock right there. That's good stock. Uh, all right, coach. Uh, we appreciate the update uh, on the family. Before we get started, we also appreciate our sponsor uh, once again on Football Theory. It is uh, Austin Realtor Laura Baker. We appreciate her support as always. That's what foot, Football Theory is brought to you by accomplished Austin Realtor Laura Baker. Laura and the Andy Allen team at Keller Williams can handle all of your real estate needs in the Austin area. Laura is not only a diehard Longhorn fan, but a longtime Austin real estate experts, please give her a shout. If you have any needs or any concerns uh, about Austin real estate, 512-784-0505, 512-784-0505. Thank you to Laura Baker. Okay, let's uh, get right to it, coach. Uh, Texas, for those who haven't heard, they did hire, or it looks like they will hire, uh, Kenny Baker as their new defensive line coach. He was most recently the assistant D-line coach with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Miami Dolphins, for those who know, it's been a shakeup there. Big Fangio is leaving. Looks like he's going to be the defensive coordinator with the Philadelphia Eagles. So because of that shakeup, looks like there was an opportunity there. Uh, and looks like Sark uh, decided that he wanted to go with a young, up-and-coming, fast-rising coach in Kenny Baker. We'll go through uh, his resume here in a second and break it down. He spent uh, you know, some time at Berry College. He spent some time at Mercer College as well. Uh, that was most recently before he went to the NFL. He was at uh, – uh, he was at uh, actually the DNs and D-line coach at Western Kentucky, uh, where he actually had a lot of success developing a couple of guys into uh, at least one of them into a third round pick, an NFL, NFL draft pick. So uh, Kenny Baker, the new D-line coach. Before we talk about Kenny Baker specifically and at least what I can gather uh, from the resume that I've looked at so far before I can go down the rabbit hole and kind of dive into some film and other things about him. Uh, coach, I want to talk to you about uh, assembling a coaching staff. I mean, not a lot of people have done that. You've done it several times. You've uh, hired coaches who, you know, while you've already had a coaching staff, I'm sure you had to hire a coach. Unfortunately, you're probably sure you had to, you know, fire a coach too. Uh, what goes into and what are you prioritizing when you hire a coach? Well, that's a, that's a good question. And I've also, you know, I was there, uh, you know, when Sark came in 
and was able and, and sat in on a lot of staff meetings and visited with him a lot as he was putting together his staff. And so um, I have a li little bit of insight with that. And a, a lot of it is just, uh, you know, what, what I'm going to talk to you about are things that that are that are obvious to everybody, but you might not think you might not have thought about them, but things that I know uh, just some things in general where you're whether you're hiring a high school coach or a college coach. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of things to consider and just, just know this, that the few months that I worked with Sark, um, you know, he didn't, he didn't just pick up the phone and decide to hire this guy. He's been doing, he's been doing a lot of behind the scenes, uh, work, uh, checking this guy out. We hadn't been able to find the connection, uh, you know, between, uh, he and, and coach Sark, but, but I promise you he's done his homework on him. And so, you know, I think I think the first thing you you look at obviously is is a guy's reputation. You know, how how are, how do other coaches view him? How is he perceived in the coaching ranks? And uh, you know, there's there's a lot of calls that you can make behind the scenes to to try to find that. That's the thing. You know, you don't call you don't call the people they put down as references. What do you think they're going to say? You, know, <laughs> you ain't going to put anybody on your references. You're going to say good thing. I very rarely call references that they put <laughs> wood just to check the box, but I want to call other people that can tell me mm. the straight on him. You know, I want to yeah. know straight up what's he like in this situation, that situation. Mm. And so I, I have uh, full confidence that Sark, you know, has done that. But, you know, so you look at the obvious things, their reputation, their experience, how their experience matches uh, what we're looking for in a coach. Uh, and then other things that are, you know, that are non-negotiable, like, uh, you know, one, one of the first things is obviously loyalty, you know, is, is this going to be, uh, a, you know, a guy that is loyal to the people that he's working for the university, the head coach, the coordinator, you know, all those things. And then another one, I think that, uh, you hire a guy, you, I think character is incredibly important. Somebody's character. You don't want to ever hire anybody that's going to embarrass you or the university you know, mm -hmm. by some shenanigans or, you know, whatever. And you, you don't always know, you know, what a guy's got, but you know, you could check him out pretty good. Character is very important. Is he a team first guy? You know, is he, uh, is he what they call a kid magnet, you know, going to be a great recruiter. Obviously recruiting is huge. You know, you, you can, you can develop them, coach them, but you got to be able to get them in there. You know, um, what kind of family guy is he, you know, uh, I want guys that that are because, you know, when you're recruiting and you know this, when you're recruiting and you bring guys on campus, your wife is very involved actively in these. Yes, she is. Yep. And so is mm -hmm. does my wife love football? You know, does <laughs> this guy's wife is she is she a great coach's wife? If she's not, you know, that makes it really hard on a coach yes. when, you know, he's being tugged on both directions at home. Mama wants it at home but he's got his obligation to the coaching staff and the kids and the team and, you know, recruiting and all that stuff. So, you know, if he is married, what's his family like, what's his wife like, is she going to be a good recruiter because she's going to be spending time with your recruits mamas, you know, yep. when they're coming on campus. So is she a good salesperson as well? You know, is, that matters. She, somebody, is she somebody that can be the mother figure uh, mm -hmm. that these mamas want to see for their son if they come to the university and, um, so, so that tells me how, how is this coach with relationships? You know, unfortunately there's, there's some people that, that mm. are just not good in relationships, you know, and they're, they're good coaches, 
but they're just not good in relationships. And because this is somebody that's got to come in, I'm assuming this coach doesn't have a lot of experience in the state of Texas. I don't know. But as, as you know, I, I think uh, building relationships with high school coaches is, is, is really big and it's key. Not that a guy can't have a past, you know, maybe he doesn't have any experience with, with coaches in Texas. That's okay. Does he have the kind of personality that's going to go in and, and, and be very forward and outgoing with the coaches, uh, you know, within the state? I think probably coaches get more credit or blame high school coaches than they deserve on uh where they're sending their kids to college i don't know that that i that i you know i know i never i never told a kid where to go or pushed a kid where to go i would give him advice if he wanted advice but i think that uh you know sometimes sometimes coaches get too much credit or too much yeah. blame on where their kids i don't know how your high school coach did but you know he he i doubt he's the reason he talked you into coming to the university you know so, right about that. you know what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's really right for him to have, be able to create good relationships with the coaches, with the recruits, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and somebody, uh, lastly, that's going to be a grinder, that's going to do mm. whatever it takes to get the work done. You know, not somebody always looking at his watch, looking at the clock, trying to figure out it's a guy who's going to do whatever he can do to give his players a best advantage, uh, to, to, to win a football game. And so, uh, and then, then of course, you, you you know we hadn't even got into the football aspect of it. Yeah, you know? that's yeah, it's kind of, that's a great point because you went through all of that and you still hadn't got to well, that, that, does he does he on the on the, on the field coaching? <laughs> if, if, the, if the other stuff we talked about, uh, if that ain't on point, then forget about it. It don't matter how much football he knows. Yeah, you know if that Man. other stuff is not almost all intact, then it doesn't matter about the football. You know, so. Hey, Sorry, go ahead, go ahead, Coach. Finish up. No, Sorry, no, my bad. So I'm just going to say, you know, not only is he a technician, is he a great teacher? It doesn't matter what I know; it matters what I can teach you about what I know and help you. And then, of course, development of those players. Does he have a plan? What is his plan? What is his track record in developing players? And you know, I'm glad to see he's got some college experience. I'm glad to see he's got some pro experience because he's going to be able to impart to those guys what it's going to take, what's expected of you at the next level when they're just sitting around, you know, in his office shooting the bull, you know, coach, what's, what's it like, you know, to get into the league and what's expected of me as a player when I get in the league, he's been there and he can impart that to his, not only to his players, but to, you know, his recruits. So uh, to me, all those other things have to line up and then let, then let's talk about football. Let's talk about his background. Is he, a, is he a fast learner? You know, what is his experience in, uh, you know, what type of, of defense is he, you know, is, is what's his background defensively with schemes and all that stuff. And, you know, you just, you just put all that stuff together. And I know, I know that uh, Sark has done his homework on this guy and, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to believe in him till something uh, on the field shows me that, that he's not able to handle the job, which I, I can't imagine that being, being the case. We, we can, I think we can go get some of the best of the best across the country to come in on our staff. And so if Sark likes him, then I'm, I'm going to believe in him until I see something proves me wrong. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. 
And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. All right, so Coach, you said, man, there's so much good stuff there I want to pull out that you got into. And I love that you got into all of the the intangibles, the character, and way, you know, family man, you know, all that way before we got into, hey, is he, how much football does he know? And how how, how, well, of a, how well does he teach the game? And how good of a teacher is he? And all that kind of stuff. First of all, about the wife thing. The, the, the wife comment is on point. I actually committed to Sally, not to Mac. I tell people that all the time. <laughs> I did. You go, go back and ask. I committed to Sally, not back. I was on the phone with Sally when I committed to that point. So you're right about that. All right. It, that's, that was no doubt. No doubt about that. And second, another thing you brought up that I thought was really interesting. Um, when you started talking about you wanted at the end, you said you wanted a, a grinder, somebody who's just a grinder. I think that's why he went relatively young, too. Young, there's a mindset with younger guys, and they, a guy who was just on the precipice of his coaching ascent and he wants to be great and you do get that with a guy like Kenny Baker um and I there's a great quote from Matt Zenitz he's from a 247 sports he said that he talked to a source that said uh, this uh Kenny Baker is an elite teacher and developer of talent uh with energy to burn on the recruiting trail Love it. to your point about it, the energy to burn and it, it also mentions here uh that they talked to a coach um, who knows him very well. And he's the coach described him as having relentless work ethic and passion for the game. And um, once again, getting back to you talking about somebody who's going to grind for you on the recruiting trail, be a grinder, uh, but also got developed talent. And that's once again, what they said, he's a, he's just a great developer of talent. Um, then he's going to be technical. And I think the talent development is the biggest piece of him. Um, that's what they got an elite developer of talent and an elite teacher. So that's that they're describing some of the things that you talked about. You know, it, it's one thing to, and you also brought this up too. You talked about so many great things. I'm just trying to make sure I extract as much as gold as possible. You also talked about how, you know, in, in an interview setting, you can, there are a lot of people that can talk the game. They can talk it. I can talk it. Like I can talk it. Can you teach it? Being a I can talk it. Being a, talking it and teaching it are two different things. <laughs> and whether that coach can teach the game, that is something different than coming into the interview process. And that's something you also got to, only way to do that is to do the due diligence and to talk to people who have coached with him before, who have been around him, maybe even former players. You got to talk to see if he can teach the game and just, because in interviews, you just talk the game. Now I probably can go get a coaching job talking the game. Don't mean I can teach it. And yeah, I think that's, that's what I'm saying about him. I think he that's the difference you're talking about there, Coach, right? Yeah, and, 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 and the key thing is what I what I always look for, and again, I think uh, it don't matter if you're hiring a coach at junior high, high school, junior college, college, NFL, you know, a lot of these things will hold true. 
the the thing about it is is he versatile with his teaching that's mm-hmm. that that's important to me in other words um I can't remember one, one, some Hall of Fame great coach. We've all know college coach, uh, I, I believe it was. I can't remember who it was, but he said something to the effect of, I I don't have to find, I, I've got to find a way not to move one man. I got to find, for example, 13 different ways to motivate 13 different players. In other words, yeah. they're not all alike. Some guys, you know, we, we talked about before, you scream and yell at them, they'll run through the wall. Other ones, that's not their deal, man. Talk to me like a man, you know, don't. And, and so somebody that, that understand, understands there's different learning styles. There's different, some people have to see it. Others can hear it. Others have to actually do it. You know, they're kinesthetic learners and auditory learners and visual learners and, you know, all these mm-hmm. things. And some of them just, you know, they, they don't ever get it because the coach never found the right way to push their button, you know, yep. and, and I'm hoping he's the kind of guy that can across the board reach kids and understand each kid's a little bit different and, and how they learn and maybe what, what makes their motor, you know, rev a little bit. No, it's a good point. Just like any teacher in the classroom, right? Every student in that classroom is going to learn a little bit differently, right. have a different yeah. motivation. And I, you know, that's why teachers are underpaid, but you <laughs> figure yeah. out motivation for every kid and teacher find the best teacher. way. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a football, but the football fills the classroom. That's, That's the right. difference, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I, let's get into his, his resume. Some things that I thought. First of all, he's he um, started his coaching career as a coaching assistant, a student assistant at Gardner Gardner Webb, and that's where he played. By the way, he played at Gardner Webb. He was a great player there at Gardner Webb. Four year Letterman, um, defensive player of the year for them, a team captain, three year starter. Uh, actually, ended up. Uh, I believe getting his master's degree too. So he's a smart guy in the Dean's list. Um, and after that, he becomes right after his career is over, he becomes a student assistant there at Gardner Webb. Then goes back to the high school ranks, uh, back where around where he's from. He's from Georgia. Uh, so Lakeside High School in Georgia. He was a defensive coordinator there for about three years. Uh, and then he goes to Barry College. That's his first time coaching at the college level, FCS 2013 at Barry College. He's the co-defensive coordinator and linebackers coach then goes to mercer from 2014 to 2018 he's a d-line coach there ut chattanooga for one year after that for uh for 2019 then 20 through 2022 he is the defensive ends coach at western kentucky uh, and also the d-line coach there from 21 to 22 but he was the dn's coach there in 2020 and then found himself in miami as the assistant d-line coach so as a fast riser coach i mean he's basically got i mean you're talking about total for him um, about five years at the FBS and um, NFL level of coaching. Um, overall, if you're talking about after he got out of the high school ranks at the Berry College, we're talking about what, 11, you know, 11, 12 years of coaching there total uh, outside of the high school ranks uh, or being a student assistant. He's a fast riser. Um, and fast riser to me says someone who's really good at, at cultivating relationships at, <laughs> at, you know, uh, at being able to maximize those relationships because that's what a lot of the, the coaching ranks is, right? It's about who, you know, that's a lot of life is who, you know, but especially in the coaching ranks and for him to have this kind of, kind of fast rise, meteoric rise as a coach. I don't know. I, I don't know what he's done in the recruiting. Cause I can't speak for that. He hasn't recruited at the highest level yet. 
but uh, I know he's great at cultivating relationships. I can tell you that right now. Otherwise, you don't rise that fast. You don't get to the NFL and rise that fast without being able to network really well. And networking is all about who you know, getting to know someone, cultivating that relationship, and being able to maximize it. I can tell you right now, just looking at the resume, he does that well. Yeah. Also, yeah, look at why. That's his first recruiting job right there. I, you know, if she if she's a home if she's a home run, then that dude that dude got a chance recruiting man. If she beat him over the head with a frying pan when he gets home, setting. That's all you need to see, Coach. Man, I, let me see the wife. If if wifey if wifey's good looking, I know you can't recruit, son. Come on in. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Well, I think you know as you were alluding to the fact that he's a fast riser. There's a lot of Obviously, there's a lot of people out there that that Sark and others uh, 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 value their 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 input and value the their opinion because apparently he's he's impressed a lot of people and he's got a lot of people that that are going to bat for him to rise the way that he is is risen. So uh, that's exciting. I mean, you know, guys like Bo Bo Davis, he had to get a start somewhere. You know, he yep. some took a chance on him. And uh, this, I'm, I'm hoping this is a guy that will be with us for a long time, and we'll just take our our defensive line, you know, onto the next level and and be consistent at that level. Yeah, you get to the NFL. There are like a, there, are, there are a few ways to get to the NFL as a coach, right? You either get there because you have a groundbreaking, revolutionary scheme or technique that everybody recognizes, so they've came to study it, and you get that respectability. Uh, nepotism, it's a family business. Just great, you can play. I mean, that's that's a lot, that's, that's like a third of the league, basically. <laughs> uh, pretty much. Um, and or you, like I said, you are you got connections, right? You're a fast riser, kind of like Kenny Baker is, and or and the league is a you're a developer of talent because the league is all about can you develop talent, right? It, even the charisma you talked about and character you talked about doesn't matter as much in NFL because they want to know, man, can you develop talent, right? That's what right. we're trying to do. Uh, right. And I want to say the two things I would check for him is he he definitely got connections because he's a fast riser, as we just talked about. But, you know, going back to the quote from uh, 247 Sports, looks like he could, he maybe got he can develop talent really well. And even at his resume, there are a lot of guys in his tenure there at Mercer, at Western Kentucky, uh, D'Angelo. Uh, if you go look at, I believe his name is, uh, yeah, D- D'Angelo McMahon. McLean is his name. I believe he's a third round pick for uh for the Falcons. Um, he's a guy that was the defensive player of the year, apparently, while he was there. Um, there have been some players that have achieved and had their best career seasons under him. And I think maybe that's something Sark is looking at. Um, obviously, Sark, I'm with you. I he Sark is I, he's earned the benefit of the doubt, even okay. if you have doubts about this coaching uh hire by Sark. Yeah, it, it's not it's not a big name. It's a guy that you know ninety nine percent of us have probably never heard of before. But you know, don't let that fool you. Don't let that fool you. That doesn't mean that he's he's not going to be a great coach or that he's not already do, doing great things. Uh, now he's going to have his work cut out for him because there has been a level of expectation that has been set. You know, you've got two the the, the best two defensive linemen in the in the conference. You know, in the Big Twelve this past year. And um, maybe as good a group as 
you know, there was in college football, or at least, you know, in the top two or three. So, you know, that bar set up there. And if, if our defensive linemen doesn't come, don't come in next year and dominate or, or, or play exceptionally well, like we did this past year, that's not necessarily a knock on him. You know, he's, he's got to have a little time to develop his players and his style, but I'm, I'm, I mean, everybody wants a seamless transition, obviously, but, uh, you know, we need we need to be patient with it, and you know the proof will be in the pudding. Um. Oh yeah, D'Angelo Malone is the young man's name. He was drafted in the third round out of Western Kentucky. Really good player. Um. Probably the uh, most notable of all of his developmental uh, projects since he's been a assistant coach. Um. But at the NFL level, like I said, you don't get to the NFL level without being able to develop talent. That's um the name of the game at the NFL level. Uh, all right. That's, you know, it's, it's interesting that Sark, once again, Chris Jackson was kind of like this too. I'll just throw it out there. Nobody really thought that was a splash hire and it wasn't necessarily a hot or a big name, uh, but Chris Jackson ended up being a really good hire. I think Sark's looking for a lot of different things. As you mentioned, coach, uh, when he is identifying the right coach for his staff uh, and the fit with his staff too. I think that's important. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, before we, and by the way, he'll have a new transfer portal acquisition to work with as well uh, in Tia Savea. I would try to say his name, but I'll probably screw it up and I don't want to disrespect the man. But Tia Savea, uh, he's coming out of Arizona and he is a defensive tackle about 6'4, 305. He is the latest transfer portal acquisition. They need bodies at defensive line. They also need the coach. They do have a coach in Kenny Baker. And hopefully, uh, Kenny Baker can get the most out of that defensive line room. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, there's a couple other things that I want to get into. Uh, Texas did hire a defensive analyst. We talked about that. Uh, William Gay was hired as a defensive analyst, the 11 year veteran out of, uh, uh, of the NFL, was with Pittsburgh for most of that time. Uh, Coach, once again, and we, we asked you about this, as I said, we covered the analyst thing, but were you ever given a special project as an analyst at Texas? Just one specific uh, concept or item or, you know, position group or even some um, issue to look at, or was it all more just broad stuff? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I I did. I mean, you know, when I was working with, you know, Bo Davis and, and you know, Oscar Giles defensively, just in terms of the, of the season itself, uh, I would go through and break down every film that we had on our opponents and uh, their, their blocking protection, pass blocking protection. That was my deal. You know, uh, what kind of protection were they using? Was it a slide protection, man on man, big on big, what they call, we used to call it. Yeah. Um, you know, what all, all their different uh, pass protections and and try to uh, break that down in every way you could possibly imagine mm-hmm. uh, down in distance uh, formation everything that's that's kind of what I did but I, I think uh, you know that it, it's it's a it's a blank canvas for these guys I mean you know there's any you can take them any direction that you want it might depend on what this guy's uh, experience is and maybe yeah. what his background is and uh, you know, e- even technology wise, there's, you're, you're very limited on some things you can do if you don't know, you know, how to use that, the XO system, you know, the, <laughs> that's true too, you know, and it doesn't take a long time to learn, but it is, you know, it can really slow a guy down. But, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, you've got, 
first of all, you've got a student assistant, typically, not always, sometimes, who's basically like a ball boy, kind of. I mean, he didn't do anything. Running errands. Yeah. He's running errands. He's going yeah. and getting this and, and so forth. And then you have your graduate assistants, and they are the ones, uh, you know, a lot of times that are, you know, doing 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 the grunt work, and they're getting the guys uh, to study hall, and they're making sure they're in class, and they're doing, you know, and they're trying to just learn as much as they can. They don't have it really responsibility as much but then you get analysts in there guys who have kind of been there done it and are on the maybe the verge of getting a full-time uh you know fbs coaching job then you're going to give those guys more responsibility i just think it you know i, I don't have any idea what the plans are you know with that but it it can it, it's not as much uh recruiting as it is you know just the x's and the no the o's and uh, going and breaking down potential playoff uh, opponents, you know, and things like that. Just uh, going through and making sure there's no stone left unturned in preparation. Um, you know, uh, I, there, there's a ton of, ton of things they can do. Yeah. And, they, and they can obviously recruit on campus, but those guys, those guys mainly are, are hired to, um, you know, to come in and add what they can, when they can, where they can. And again, I don't know what his specialty is, what his background is necessarily, but um, I know that there's there's a lot that they can give to the program, and and uh, if if they'll let them have a voice, uh, you know, what's your experience in this? What's your experience? Hey, coach, we we saw a team that did that, and this is what we did, and this is what we did, you know, and it's just it's just another just another mind in there to help everybody putting their stuff together for the for the good of the cause, you know. Uh, Coach, I love it. Matt, you just hit the nail on the head of everything I wanted to get into here because he's he spent time with, you know, the Pittsburgh, most of his time with the Steelers. He's drafted by the Steelers initially, and then he went to, I think, Arizona for a year, came back, and spent, like, another four-year stint with them. So out of his 11 years in the league, they say 10 or 9 of them are with the Steelers, if I'm not mistaken. And Dick LeBeau, and you you know of Dick LeBeau. Dick LeBeau is one of the greatest defensive minds in the history of football at any level. Um, and he's a, a a defensive back guy, Dick LeBeau. Mike Tomlin, the head coach. And by the way, Mike Tomlin was my DB coach when I was with the Tampa Bay Bucks. He's a he's initially a defensive back coach, but he became a defensive guru and eventually became the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So just being around that amount of knowledge and defensive wisdom for you know almost a decade he definitely picked up a lot of secrets they like him and his football acumen not only because they brought him back twice it's the Steelers we're talking about one of the classiest organizations in sports but they also had him as his uh his first I believe uh job as a uh basically an assistant he was uh, what they call kind of quality, I think quality control coaches, but you know what I'm talking about? That's basically what he was with them um, right after he got done with the Steelers. So essentially he's had three stints with the Steelers, two as a player and one as a quality control coach. Steelers like him. Mike Tomlin likes him. You know, that's kind of enough for me in terms of vetting him as character. But what's just what you said, you know, when he comes in and he can present to you certain, uh, certain ideas, and certain uh, solutions that the Steelers used when they were presented with the very same issues over that decade, maybe something you haven't thought about. And, and you also pointed out that, yes, yeah, sometimes they can get appointed with special tasks or different concepts to look at. I would put him as a DB, just pointed out his background. I would put him 
on a self-scouting mission to look at all of the really the past the past defensive reps throughout the season and see if he can help Texas deal with their their defense against targets defending targets to bunch formation and defending inside breaking routes better with leverage and defending things like empty formation. These are things that I brought. I would, and I would tell him, I need you to give me all these solutions and ideas that Dig LeBeau and Mike Tomlin had all throughout the years to, to, to defend these concepts. Like, and I'll just, just sit them in a dark room and let them do it. Because for the last two years, Texas has struggled with inside breaking routes. They've uh, allowed opponents to, I, I, last season, this is two seasons ago in 2022, uh, 9.4 yards per attempt to any inside breaking routes. Uh, this year, they were at 8.6 yards per attempt to inside breaking routes. Targets to bunch formation, Texas allowed 11 and a half yards per attempt uh, and targets to bunch formation. It, it, it It's something that has plagued Texas for two years now. Even though the defense improved, the central nervous system of the defense looks really good. That's up the center. They've still struggled to defend these concepts for the last two years. And I'm not saying that PK and the coaches can't handle it, but I, I wonder if this would be one of the special projects that they would put William Gay on, who got a lot of NFL experience, who has experience in a background with some of the best defensive minds in the NFL in the last decade plus. And if he can bring some of those solutions to the 40 acres about defending some of those uh, troublesome concepts, because that's essentially what you kind of described to me just now. Yeah, I think that's huge. That the self scouting is is uh, has to be done on both sides of the ball. You think, well, we want to self scout on offense because we we want to know what tendencies they're looking at, and this is what you know. You and so you start figuring tendency breakers. Well, the same thing on defense, and 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 it's it's hard for a full time coach who's recruiting all year long. You're recruiting, and uh, you're also trying to keep up with your kids that you're coaching. Make sure they're talking. You know visiting with your academic staff to make sure they're at class where they're supposed to be. They got big tests coming up. You, you know, there's so many things on the, you know, you've got a limited number of full-time coaches, but the analysts are really a quality control type guy. And those are the great guys to come in and do self-scouting. And I think uh, your game plan of using him was right on. I think that makes so much sense because he, he obviously has, uh, has had success as a player but he's also had, I mean, you know, everybody has, everybody gets beat. Every DB has been beat numerous times. Yep. Uh, and so you work on things to overcome. I mean, it's not like uh, he, you know, he probably has a really good, some really good thoughts on how to defend the deep ball, like you're talking about, you know, and that's yeah. a tough thing. When when do you turn? When, when do you turn? When do you, you know, how do you read the eyes? All those things that you've talked about before in our theory shows, you know, that's it's a guy who's done it at the highest level possible for a lot of years. And so I, I think I think I think you're spot on. I think that would be brilliant if they use him in, in that capacity. And again, it's all for the good of the cause, man. It's all for the good of the cause and whatever uh, we can pick up, little tidbits, little coaching nuggets, all those things. You never know what little nugget is going to make a difference and going to click with a player or two to get you to the level that you want to be at, that you've been lacking. Yep.
Totally agree. Um, all right, before we get out of here, let's thank our sponsor one more time. I know I said we'd get to uh, some other things, but Coach and I, when we talk ball, you know, we just, hey, he ends up going a little bit long. So next week, I promise I'll get to the idea that I think Sark has for this collection of speed, him stockpiling all the speed. We'll get to that. I promise we'll do that next week and talk a little bit more offense. We talked a lot of defense today. Uh, but Football Theory brought to you by the accomplished Austin Realtor, Laura Baker. Laura and the Andy Allen team at Keller Williams can handle all of your Austin real estate needs in the Austin area. Laura is not only a diehard Longhorn fan, but a longtime Austin real estate expert. Give her a shout at 512-784-0505. That's 784-0505. Uh, thank you to uh, Laura Baker and her team. Uh, thank you to you too, Coach. I uh, appreciate all the knowledge. Every time I leave football theory, I leave a smarter football fan. <laughs> I do. And I'm, I'm sure the folks out there feel the same way. Thank you, Coach. Oh, my pleasure, man. Thanks. I enjoy hanging out with you, man. All the time. Uh, and I enjoy, we all enjoy hanging out with you guys. Thank you guys for watching another edition of Football Theory and join us next week. And until then, hook them. Hook them. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.